I always had fears, to be honest, when I went back home. If I ever, if life ever led me back home, even though I had all the education behind me now, I always thought, what if I have to go back to packing crackers in the factory again? <laughs> yeah, I, I, had, I literally had nightmares about it's it. I, fear, was like, I think it's yeah. fear of being broke again. Yeah, yeah. You always have that. Do you know what? And to be, to be honest, that as well, but I, I couldn't care less about the money. What I'm doing in Some the moment kind of too. Yeah, yeah, the purpose yeah. behind it all. Here we go. It's okay, bro. Chill. It's not that serious. Something about drinking a challenge just takes a whole lot better. <laughs> well, honestly, though, look at us and look at y'all. Yo, welcome back to San Leone Boys. It's your boy Griffin. Kelo K is your boy K E L Bing. Good evening. My name is Adon. Of course, we got Bazo on the ones and twos. And today, it's uh, I was looking forward to this episode for a while. Hailing all the way from Liverpool, England, the fighting city. He has played in pro academias in England for Liverpool's, the Liverpool schoolboys. Wingman Athletics or Wingen Athletics? Wigan. 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 Yeah, Wigan. Yeah. Thank that's you, brother. The and then Matt Morecambe. That's what I was expecting. Morecambe FC. Morecambe, yeah, that's the one. Morecambe FC. Morecambe. Played in United States League or United uh, Soccer League here with the Peachtree Mobas. Yeah, that's the one. Summer League. And the Dalton uh, Red Wolves. Dalton yeah. Chattanooga yeah, Red yeah, Wolves. Play for our own here, home of the Roadrunners. At here at, at Dalton State. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tyler Hudson. <laughs> Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you very much. So, and that was just a few things or whatever that, that you have sent me. Yeah, Because all yeah, this, yeah. I know you have a degree and you started the Shankly Elite That's training. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that how I'm pronouncing correctly? Yeah, yeah, Shankly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And probably one of our best sounding guests, the accent, bro. <laughs> God. It's, it's great, dog. So, yeah, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, one minute in already? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying, dog. <laughs> yeah, we'll put an accent counter. And I'm going to try hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try... Not to, and I'm gonna mimic the accent. At one point, right. eventually, it's gonna come out, brother. Go for it, go for it. And uh, but you, I was asking you earlier. You know, it's not offensive whenever you're like Americans, like mimic the no, accent. No, we get it all the time. As soon as we moved over here, it was as soon as we went to obviously oh. the college, went out to stores, bars, everything. You is that all? Oh, hey, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, you get it everywhere, and it works to your advantage sometimes. Sometimes some people can't understand you. Uh, example with me now, when I first started coaching my kids in in, the, in obviously the company. It was hard for them to understand what I was saying. So it was like I had to tone it down big time. And um, when I go back home, I get a lot of stick for it. Mm. <clears throat> but this kind of goes away. Yeah, it's or, like, yeah. oh, what's happened to your, ask, your accent? Me, uh, me dad always says, oh, you, me dad thinks like the, the Yankee of America is is all over America. I know it's like the Yanks, but it's more, we know that's like up north more. Right, right. And he says, oh, you're the Yankee now, aren't you? And all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a good old southern boy. Yeah, your Pops. accent's gone, but. As soon as I go back home and come back after Christmas for like two weeks, it's back and nobody... Just like thicker than ever. Even right yeah, now, yeah. I'd be like, bro, it sounds yeah. like super thick. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like... then when I'm with him as well, when I'm with Jordan. Yeah, shout, uh... out to, shout out to Jordan off yeah. camera. Yeah. Yeah. 42 yeah. years old today. <laughs> 42 years old today. Yeah. Like Happy that, birthday, anyway. Vlad. Yeah, no, but that's what it's like. It's uh, every time we go somewhere and obviously come back into the country and all that, it's, it's, it's as thick as can be again. All right. Big question. I guess one of the main things is how... In the world, would you end up here, right? In, in Dalton, Georgia, from yeah. Liverpool, England? Yeah, a lot of people ask the same question. That's the probably Soccer Town much, USA, yeah, though, right? Yeah, it is now, isn't it? But, and it has been for many years, to be honest, obviously, as far as my uh, my knowledge goes back. Yeah, to, but, to but guys it just, that we I feel like with. finally got the recognition. Yeah, yeah, recently. of course. But um, that's the, probably everyone's first question on the top of their heads when they first meet me or one of the lads who's from somewhere else. Because you said outside. also. Jordan's uh, from Liverpool as well, yeah. Yeah, and came uh, here with, with you as well. Yeah, come, I think, about a year before me originally and went to another school and then. Wound okay. up together here in Dalton, but I um, I got the opportunity to come over through the same agent that me and Jordan come through, and another another guy called Ellis who uh, who is not in America anymore. He went back home to England, but uh, 
we come by through a, a guy named Tony Robinson, who's, whose son is actually the left back on the US national team, Anthony Robinson. So we were just in connection with him through a soccer academy in Liverpool for years. He basically run training sessions for kids who didn't have clubs like professional academies or who were good enough to go off to professional academies and play there. Okay, so... so so then and growing up, uh, always had a love for soccer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. F- football, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Football. So, yeah, football. So then we, uh, we, I, I, I only went to his session once, to be honest. Uh, Jordan went and he played place. He played for his academy for a few years. And the first session, he sent me off to another professional club. And that's where I went and signed like a, basically a two-year apprenticeship type thing, which is like a, it's called a scholarship. But it's, it's like you go and do your schooling with them and then you live down there and play for the club if it's like an outside of like an hour radius of your hometown or something. So that was like your first exposure to professional soccer because you're around the first team, you're around full-grown men. Not playing with them week in, week out, obviously, but you you see them, you're around them, you get the feel what they're like. And that's really a turning point then to see if you are actually going to go and get your first pro contract. And uh, that club was, when I left Wigan, I, I got released from Wigan at 16 and then I ended up going on trial at a bunch of clubs. My dad drove me up and down the country so, for months. So then, um, I guess kind of backtracking, just for his personal backstory. Yeah. Uh, born and raised in England? In Liverpool, In Liverpool, yeah, England? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so just, and I feel like naturally, it's just a very big, um, uh, just a soccer, football. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. a very big football, culture there. Football city, yeah. It's, it's, so just kind of natural as a kid, yeah, you're like, this is what I'm going to do. That's all, that's all you know when you're from Liverpool, really. There's a lot of people that do everything on the outside, like fighters and boxers, MMA mm. now, of course, have been really big. I feel like MMA is huge yeah, over big, there. Big, big one, big yeah. one. Especially Liverpool with obviously the likes of Till and the body coming yeah, into I'm it about now to say, and all that. I remember one of the first times that we ever uh, uh, talked was at a D-Food collab. Shout out to them. <laughs> uh, we were drinking and then we started talking about MMA and then I asked you your top five goats. You fell in love. You fell in love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I think I met you at the bathroom and you didn't, you didn't, even, you didn't, you didn't even go to the bathroom. No, you were just like an hour ago. Yeah, that boy, that boy was so excited he forgot to pee, dude. dude literally, since that day, he hasn't stopped talking. Thought he had the pee stain on his pants all night. Like, you're mad, lad. You're a mad lad. Man, you off the rails. Is that good? Nah, it's all right. It's all right. You know what? It's, it's, it's better. It's better than most, to be honest. It's better than most. I feel like I've practiced, and I feel like honestly, I feel yeah. like I'm a little shy to do like a full blown. But uh, because I, I do it a lot, I do it a lot. Yeah. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like <laughs> whatever. A little uh, intimidated to do it right now. Nah, you know, like don't but, worry um, about it. But uh, so we we're talking about top five MMA goats. Yeah. And in one of them, yours was Michael Bisping, which I I love Michael Bisping. Yeah, yeah. That's the but, most, that's the most like, but yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. bro, the biased answer of Greatest all time. fighter of all time, Michael Bisping. I nice. love him. Don't get me wrong. Dick Rider. Yeah. But would I say, <laughs> would I say, would I say he's goat, bro? I would not. I would not. No, I mean, I think it's because it's like the, he was the original, original man for the British MMA scene. Do you know what I mean? And, I think I remember watching it with my uncles years ago and Bisping was the man at the time coming through. And then obviously as the years have went by, we've had a load more with obviously the, a load coming from Till's gym, a load coming from Paddy the yeah, Baddy's gym. And then you got Leon generation. Edwards yeah, that Leon, just won. Leon Edwards has just come up, up the ranks big time, but, obviously. And, and I feel like for people that don't know who Michael Bisping is, he is a professional uh, mixed martial artist, professional, um, fights in the UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship. And he actually won the middleweight championship with one eye. Yeah. Like he literally <laughs> only had... One eye. Well, no, he went in. He went in with two eyes. Yeah, yeah. but no, but what yeah. is like? Wasn't even working. It was yeah. a glass like, eye. like he used to have like a thing with his coaches. Like before, like, um, uh, like whenever they would do like vision tests, they'd be like, "Hey, if he's gonna hold three fingers up, call cough twice. If he's gonna hold two fingers up, you know, sneeze or something like that." Oh, so oh he God! He so to, to get out of like the uh, like the physicals of like for the eyes, because his eye yeah, did not yeah, work, yeah. bro. So, so he lost his eye fighting and just kept fighting with one eye. 
Uh, yeah, actually, Vitor closed, closed over, didn't it? Big time. Yeah. And just v- kept going. Yeah, wow. Vitor- he's still winning yeah. with one eye. Yeah, and then so again, I mean, amazing achievements, but you know, just go <laughs> little bias, brother. But uh, yeah, but anyways, no. no, that's it, really, isn't it? But. So in Liverpool, is just fighting and soccer. Fighting and so soccer, you're just yeah. kicking all the yeah. time, either way. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> you're going to kick eventually. I got into the fighting side of it because of all my friends being into it big time when I was younger. And I end up here uh, doing me kneeing in, in one of the sparring sessions. And my, my dad literally gave me the decision. He come and pick me up. He wasn't a bit happy. And he said, hey, hey you going to be a fighter or a, or a, a footballer? God, wow. me and, uh, and I, I said, Yeah, that literally was like, like a movie, huh? I'm done. And just ended up doing it for the training and like the cardio purpose in the end. Like obviously BJJ and all that I did all the time. But sparring, obviously kickboxing, tie boxing, I just cut it off. Schoolyard, you ever fought yeah. in the schoolyard, man? No, do you know what? I was a good kid in school. Yeah, a few, really? few street fights, a few fights on the on the soccer field when I was in high school. Mm. I was, I, that was the only time I could get away with it. When I was with my club, as in like the professional clubs, you couldn't get bro, away with it. But by the way, you said you guys don't even graduate; you just leave yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? When you're ready, just when you're ready, no, you know. Um, yeah, you basically you've got a choice to make when you're 16 in in England. You basically either leave high school if you've got something else to go on to, like we call it college. It's like a second diploma, basically what you go on and get. Like it's called A levels. Um, basically, your last two years of high school, junior and senior year, and you'd either go off. Um, to college, do like a trade, do something like that, or you go off like I did and play for a soccer club and play five, six days a week, obviously train with the professional outfit and um, all that stuff. And then if you don't, you go to a thing called sixth form, which is your last two years of high school, but that's what that's in your same school you stay there. Okay. Is it yeah. common to stay for those last two years? Yeah, yeah, most people do. Oh, okay. They, they, it's only like the small small minority that don't. That they're, yeah, were they're you, at, at 16, you were for sure you were out? Yeah, or? I, was, I, was, I was determined that I was, I was gone. Not just because I, I love school, but I was determined that I'm, I'm getting that contract. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't learn about triangles yeah. no more. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. These, this geometry yeah. class is yeah. not going to do, yeah, do it no, for me. Yeah, no, my thing, like every young player, young soccer player's dream in England at that time, you're like, I'm leaving school, I'm going to play for the professional club. And um, that was my mindset at the time. And then a year and a half, two years down the line, it completely changed. And okay, just like, so so let's, let's talk from 16 uh, leaving yeah. and then going. So you chose to play with a team and already, how does that yeah, work? Morecambe, they reach out to you? Yeah, well, because I got released from Wigan who were a Premier League club at the time. Uh, I was in the shot window. There's while in high school? Yeah, yeah. I was I was obviously playing for their U15, U16s and uh, it was, you're in the shot window then because you've come from the top league as an academy kid. So you go ahead and get calls from different academies and to be honest, I something messed up in the system for mine and I didn't get loads of calls even because, and then we checked a few a few months later, and the coach who was the head of the academy didn't put my name into the list of released players. So technically, everybody mm. thought I was still playing for that. Uh. Club. So we had to reach out on my own and uh, went to a few different clubs around the northwest of England, around the area. And my dad just literally every single night, different club, different club, different club. Wow, till you got trialing. in, till you got in. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you just get answers like, oh, we've well, shout out to your dad one time. Yeah, yeah, fucking great dad, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, his name? So What's his name? His name's Paul. Yo, yeah, shout yeah, out Paul yeah, one yeah. time. Hey, you mad Paul. lad. <laughs> you mad lad. No, but yeah, he drove me up and down the country for basically six months. And uh, I went to different clubs. I was liked a lot at some of them. Some of them, not so much. And uh, then wound up meeting the the fine man in Tony Robinson. And that's uh, that's when I met Jordan as well. And, and that's the agent. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was the agent at the time. And the, the academy, basically, director, if you like, that, that sent us over here. And... I kept in touch with him over the next two years while I was signed at Morecambe. And uh, he, he called me one day on a on a, a Tuesday morning, just random. And uh, he'd heard that I'd been interested in going to America. 
and with his ties over, he obviously with his son and obviously with his, I think he come to, I think he went to Duke University here as well. So okay. he was a college student here as himself and a college athlete. Um, and he called me up a Tuesday morning and just said, listen, I've got an opportunity for you in America. And I was like, oh, when do we go? And he said, um, well, here's the thing. Just sit down a minute because I've got a lot of information for you. So I said, okay, fair enough. What is it? He was like, the whole top and bottom of it is you've got to go next week. Oh, so wow. I just Weeks said, notice. Yeah, so I said, you got to start cutting weight right yeah, now. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fighting weight yet. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But no, I just said to him, I was like, I was fit, obviously. I was in season and he said, you're going to go over and play for an academy and, and stay with a family over there. And to this day, they're literally like mine and Jordan's parents still over here. They're called, called the Samnicks, yeah, in Atlanta. And looked after us since day one, as, as a, a lot of families in Dalton looked after me while I've been here as well. So, so you, came, you came straight here to Dalton? No, no, I actually went to Atlanta first. Okay, Atlanta. Yeah. So what, what were you thinking? You're on the plane from the UK to America, this family you've never met. Like, what are, what are you yeah. thinking initially? Do you know what? And like, I don't want to eat McDonald's every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. But I did a FaceTime. Well, at, at, back then it wasn't even... Well, it was FaceTime. Like Venmo we, we, no, or we, like we went Skype. on Skype. 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 Venmo is for money. Venmo, you <laughs> My bad, through bro. Venmo. Hey, my money. I ain't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I... Yeah, me, me and both... Me and my parents, I think the, the day after I found out, I was on Skype to him and was just talking to him. And Jordan had already met them, I think, a, about a half a year before. So I thought, okay, well, they're, they're legit people that just want to help somebody and give us a place to stay. And my parents were offered money. How do you money sign and, up for just the, to be the foreign exchange? It wasn't even that. It was just our connection that we had through Tony. And he just said, yeah, yeah oh, you're really? literally going. And he, he had that connection with that family and said, listen, I'm sending boys over to stay with you. And when they went to England, he sorted them out with a load of trials with, with the clubs and stuff. Oh. So that was their kind of connection at the time. And... Basically just did that and I think, yeah, the sub, I, I found out on the Tuesday and by the Sunday I was in Atlanta. How old uh, were you whenever that happened? 18. 18? Yeah, I was, I was like a senior in high school at Dude. the time. So. so you show up to America with this accent on you, right? <laughs> Dude, what are the girls looking like, dude? Ah, uh, no comments. <laughs> <laughs> what about the men? What were the men looking like? <laughs> no comments again. <laughs> You've had a few of them, to be fair. This dude's yeah. like a don. But you're you're not fully white. You're like mixed with something, right? Yeah, my me, me dad's actually half Indian. Oh, yeah. oh really? So, yeah. yeah, I guess that'd be a... Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's, that, that's that. the whole thing. My mum's from, from Liverpool. My dad's from Liverpool as well, but his dad was was half Indian as well. Oh, well, yeah. and, I, and I know now uh, in a in a relationship, you know, yeah, shout yeah, out to yeah. Mrs., right? Yeah, well, been yeah. For a while. How long have you been? Two years. Two, two years, years last week. It was, well, two How years, two weeks ago. Because I know she's, um. Uh, you said two years, two weeks ago? Yeah, Oh, yeah, the congrats, one. brother. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, yeah. When you pop the question. I'm sure she's wondering. <laughs> yeah, she's no, pissed right now. Give no, me a ring. No, no comments again. Actually, right now, right now, we're gonna take a minute so he can do it. Yeah, actually, if you you were gonna do your proposal right now today. Oh, okay, well, to Jordan. Uh, as, or? Well, <laughs> yeah, as the whole family is sitting in the living room, <laughs> this is the time you've been waiting for. But how was the 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 culture barrier? Why well, I feel like just in in coming to the United States. I'm sorry. No, as, as, you were. as I said before, it's like our personality from Liverpool. It's 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 like it's a Northern England thing, but Liverpool, like especially. We adjust and, and take in anybody. Do you know what I mean? And I've always said for years being here, we really connected with the Hispanic culture as well because we're, I know we don't speak the same language to an extent, but we're very, very similar backgrounds in like, it's a lot of working class backgrounds. That's tough, that tough stuff. Yeah, man. yeah. So everyone knows how to grind and work hard and obviously also have a good time at, this, at the same yeah. time. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. that's why I really connected with a lot. And uh, that, I think that's what it was a, a turning point with the company at the start that, we had mostly of, of like the, the white American background, to be honest. And 
I love everyone. I want everyone to come. And I think the Hispanics are more like Liverpool people as well. They want to see what they're paying for first. Mm. That they're like, oh, I don't think that's worth it just yet. But then once they obviously connected with us and the kids started loving it, of course, they all love soccer as well. They're like, hey, I love that. I love this guy. I love the way he is with the kids. And it's like you're a real person. Do you know what I mean? I think I probably got judged a little bit sometimes because I was from somewhere else that they're like, oh, wait there, hold back up for a bit. Oh, and then mm. everyone else was like, okay, he's, he's all right, Tim. Let's let's go ahead and give him a shot. I get you. Because it could have come yeah. off kind of crazy. It's like you're coming over here. Yeah, yeah, um, of course, yeah. Trying to, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Local. No, but, but you're trying to, you know, like take advantage, I guess. Oh, like being, yeah, you know, yeah, of course. Oh, you know? No, of course. Right, I get you. No, you know. no, a lot of people and, and it have comes off emotions, like that. But yeah, I feel yeah. like, yeah, no, and it seems genuine what you're yeah, doing yeah. as well. And like you said, like, bro, like, no, we see your intentions are pure. Yeah, yeah. It, it means different. But we're not even talking. We haven't got to Shankly yet. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we're still, we're still no, in, in school. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then. Yeah. We just and got, got to America. Yeah, obviously to America. And then I played for a, an academy in Atlanta called Concord Fire for um, four and a half months. And sounds like a, that sounds like a dance school, I know, bro. I know. That's, hey, that, <laughs> Concord that, that, Fire. that's literally what I thought when I first come. I was like, what kind of academy is this? <laughs> or, I went, I went to an academy called Georgia United first, which had a, a lot of top guys on that that went off to either play in the pros, a few of them played in youth national teams and all that. And I just went over and started playing for them one day. Basically just went to the practice and the coach was actually from England as well. And even he was like, what on earth are you doing here? Like right. this, it's not normal that a, a, an English person's over here at this, at this stage. You normally come for college instead of high school type stuff. Oh. And I said, oh, I've just been sent over here last week. And he was like, what? So I think he thought, oh, let's see if this kid's got a bit about him. And the thing from from Liverpool especially is you, you're on the field, you want to make a statement, you just crack somebody straight away. <laughs> what is that? I remember he, no. yeah, he tested us out and he, uh, he, he put one of the kids who was originally playing on the left wing on the right wing against me. And uh, I thought the only one thing in my mind, Big Mike, who we call Big Mike, who we stay with, He'd never seen me play before either. He just took a word from the uh, Tony back home. Said, this kid's all right. Like, look into him and send him off to a few clubs. So he put one, I think it was probably the best player on the field against me, thinking he'll just rinse him in and out. And I just put him on his on his ass straight away. And he uh, he didn't want to play anymore. And all the other kids were like, whoa, he's a different type, this guy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I wasn't the best player like in the world, you know what I mean? And there was a reason I wasn't at a top like academy in England. I was playing in a pro team, but... I wasn't in the Premier League anymore. There was guys head and shoulders above me, but I had that grit about me that was yeah. like, you know, all right, let's let's prove a point. Now I'm over in America. I've got nothing to lose. Right. And you had to make you had to be tough to make up for that little bit of skill you were lacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I added, of course, and I added in high school. But then there's there's guys and that are head and shoulders above you at the same time. That's what my dad used to say to me. He's like, Ty, you're a good player, but there's a lot of players better than you. And that wasn't like him putting me down. It was like work harder yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean motivate them be the fittest person in the team all the time because that will overcompensate and yeah okay I've got technical ability like a lot of guys have even at this level and college levels but there's still a reason why you're not playing yeah. at, in the pro level that age you know what I mean you're, you're not that good do you know what I mean? I so, feel like that's the best thing you could do because I feel like a lot of parents they they'll tell their kid like, oh you're the best, you're yeah, the you're the greatest, yeah, yeah. da 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 da. He's out there awful. Yeah, yeah bumbling. Yeah, yeah. And then so, the real world comes and just like messes <laughs> yeah, them up, you know? Yeah, but I mean sometimes like having heart is better than being no, like, no, like it's, being hey, with skills. No, I'm just telling you, like the, the traits what you learn from from obviously being that type of player as well, even in a, any sport, it carries you off through later life that you're like, I can use that even if I didn't make it to the top and I had a teacher and um, I went home a couple of summers ago and actually worked in my my old high school as a teacher. And uh, the the teacher in knew who taught me when I was in the school said to me, 
would you ever thought what would have happened if you didn't get released from Wigan at 16? I said, I've thought about that many times, but do you think I care? Mm. And he was like, well, what's your feelings about it? I was like, I wouldn't be where I am today if I if I didn't get released, you know what yeah. I mean? I wouldn't be the person. And it, it, it all played, put two and two together. It was like, wow, look where I've come since having that kind of, it was a minor heartbreak at the time, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, it's crushing at the yeah, time, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That's like your whole world. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like sometimes in life you get caught up in that because, you know, in that that little bubble and you're like, oh my God, this thing didn't work out. Like, yeah. everything is terrible. No. But you don't realize like sometimes when they close those doors, you know, other no, doors No, of open. course. That's it. That was the car journey on the way home. When I got released that day, it was, to be honest, it was, it was bullshit what I got told. But yeah. at the same time, it was. Oh, we could say bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, the... <laughs> oh, what a week. Shout out, shout out to the trip, dog. Yo, Shankly can die, mate. Yeah. You know, and I'll take that yeah. to the grave. Yeah. Sorry, that might have been too much. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting in a session. You know next what I'm saying? Week. Just don't say it when me. you're in the session yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, they I'll tell just... me before the cast, it was like, it was like, yo, we're gonna try to keep it a little bit cleaner. So chill out, dude. Yeah, so I was just yeah. waiting for you there's, to say there's something. There's minor things. Like, <laughs> like, at the end, yes. hey, I'm, I'm, I'm from Liverpool. We do have that type of language yeah, as well. But um, but no, no, no. And so then, playing at Dalton State. Is that that come here? Should that come shortly after? Yeah, all this? yeah. As I said to you the other day, I was I committed to the University of Wisconsin first, and mm -hmm. a turn of events come that I said the turn of events. It was basically the one of my English grades didn't transfer over, basically quick enough to become eligible. Your English, oh, English, because English high school is a little bit different. Like, like your credits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, our grades, the credits didn't come I thought, over. I thought so. they were talking about like your yeah, actual I, English you know, class. Yeah, yeah. I was short zero zero point five of a credit for some reason. Ooh, don't know. Wow. Still don't know why, but. I had to stay home for another year and you don't again. You don't take English class in England, yeah, right? Yeah, we take, yeah, yeah, we take it. Yeah, you're already there though. The, the irony of this one. You'd be surprised, but <laughs> the irony of that, I was short in a biology credit and I end up graduating with a biology degree in college. Mm. So they thought, oh, he's no good at science. And to, to be fair, just, I, your whole to be life fair, I, people to be fair I winged a lot of it in yeah. biology and it was very hard, but I got through a whole degree when that was stuff that was supposed to be holding me back years yeah. before. So yeah. the, the, the typical athlete just getting by. Yeah, just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, no, do you know what? You can't get by properly in, in biology. You have to know, oh, no. so you have to know something. <laughs> it's crazy. And yeah. I feel like all the little, when things are just smaller than you can actually see, it's very hard no, to No, I know, for it's sure. Insane. That's, that's, that's what, what I mean. my ex said, dude. Yeah. Well, that's, why would she say <laughs> that, though? I don't know. She said it, then she left. <laughs> she, <laughs> never, she never explained it. No, they just, yeah. I've been wondering this whole time. Yeah. The last word she says, like, when something's that small to see, it's hard to care. And then she just left. <laughs> I don't know. I never understood. So, yeah. you, said, so you, you guys want to explain uh, it to me? Or? No, no, you're uh, good, just, you're just good. Google it when you get over. Yeah. <laughs> so you said yeah. uh, Concord Fire, and then from there, yeah. who did you end up going to after that? Commitment to Wisconsin. Then Wisconsin? and then I uh, I went home, and again I um I think it was the start of August. So technically, I was about to be flying out there in two weeks. I actually had a leaving party and everything. Knowing I was going, and then got the call a so week later. So much Guinness. So much. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But <laughs> the week later got told I couldn't go and all my family said bye to me everybody my friends had a full blown party and, uh, and then you're just seeing yeah. them the next week and then everyone's <laughs> like everyone's like I, I was actually in a bar in Liverpool like the next week and we were, what are you doing here you were in America and I was like hey something happened but yeah I got the call again like I think it was like a it's always weird it's like a Tuesday night but um, I got the call I was up to like 11.30 with the coach from Wisconsin and he basically said Tyler listen there's nothing we can do now you can't come because I was getting a full ride scholarship, $40,000 a year scholarship. And he said, we can't give you that if you can't play. And if we need to give it someone else. Somebody else is short of scholarship money here. So I basically said, all right, fair enough. Cried it off a little bit with me dad all night because it was another big hit to take that. Jesus, just worked all that. Went to America and now I'm not going. So 
I basically stayed home for another year and worked every job under the sun just to get money. What's and some jobs? What's some jobs yeah, you yeah, work? I, I worked? I worked in a, a bakery factory and learned an awful lot there. I think the turning point there was I was sitting next to a, a lady and they were all great people in there, just working class people, as I said. And right. I'd been there for years just making a living and some people were there just to get some money, whatever. Some young people, a lot of, lot of, lot of middle age, a lot of older people. And you, don't, you don't care about this bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, I just want to get out of here. Do you know what I mean? Every day I went in at 7.30 and finished at 2.30 and ran home. And I was just like... I saw I was speaking to a lady one day, just packing crackers as the line was going by, just like this. And then the, uh, the I said to the lady, "So how long have you worked here?" Then and she said, "Oh, this will be me, uh, me thirty ninth year next." Oh, thirty nine. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I how need, old was I need, she? I think she was. In a, <laughs> yeah. She was in her sixties. Yeah. I said, "I've got to get out of here." And Christmas come, it was like a temporary position. I left and. Um, think I, I didn't work too hard there, so they didn't even want me back in the end. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the thing. But then, and after Christmas, I went and worked in a sales company in, in the city. And they were teaching me how to sell a credit card to people. Who wants, who wants to buy a credit card on the street? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I worked for two weeks off commission and made no money whatsoever. And mm. this day and age, obviously running a company now, you learn how to sell yourself and sell and mm-hmm. basically learn how to sell, sell ice to an Eskimo sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. back then I was like, what am I doing here? And I worked there for two weeks and just sacked it off. I was like, I'm done. And then I went into another job, which one of my friends were played for Morecambe with. He got a job there. And I said to him, hey, any jobs going? And he said, uh, yeah, I'll ask the manager. And the next day I started. Didn't even know what I was doing. I was handling people's pensions. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, was in, I was in an office in the city handling people's pensions and putting all the wrong information into the system. That is insane, yeah, so, dude. Sorry, yeah, to, some, sorry some, to whoever hasn't got a pension yeah. right now. Yeah, some old lady, yeah. Yeah, it's super broken yeah, Liverpool yeah. and it's all your fault. No, dude. no. And then I, I wound up at the end of the year then. It, was, it wasn't concrete that was coming back to America because I still needed to get that grade and needed to take my SATs again and go through all the system and all that. And... I just knew in the back of my mind, doing everything it takes to get back. I'm not staying here. Like I, I, I love Liverpool, but it's not me anymore. And what does the visa really? situation look like from the like from, from England? From England, to here, yeah. it's you, you. basically go through the student visas are like the the way everyone comes through, and then um, after that, like you go on. Like right now, I'm on a, a visa called an OPT, which is like a work visa that you do after you graduate. And I'm actually due to a, a touch wood apply to apply for my next visa, which is a, a pretty big time one in the next week. So hopefully that all comes through. All right. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, awesome, so awesome. so it's all, all all there really. And then that's that's my way of obviously event. Hopefully, eventually leading to me yeah. to make me own and, green card. And you so, said um, uh, Liverpool just wasn't you anymore. It's, what did you, what did you mean? I uh, by that? it's it's a difficult one to really explain, but as to put it into simple terms, I. I looked at, even even when I was at Morecambe, that's why I decided on a split decision to come over to America, even being so young uh, and knowing a week before. I looked at guys that were like a year or two older than me that were professionals, signed contracts, signed professional contracts, getting paid next to nothing. And I was like, that's not me that. I, I don't, I don't want to be in that position. Not really making much, but also it's like a liability. It's nothing's concrete that you that you're gonna you're gonna get a contract the next year. And sometimes at that level, sorry, I'm trying to shake his hand. <laughs> I was wondering what you should do. Just... <laughs> but at that level, because it is the four, it was at the time they're in the third division now, fourth division in England. The youngsters aren't making too much, and it's not about money at that time. But then you don't get your housing paid for anymore because you're considered a professional. So you're traveling in and out every day. I got. I was talking to a guy that I know, shout out to him, like I, I hope he's doing really well now. I haven't spoke to him for a few years, but he was at that level then. He was like, he said to me like one day I seen him, he was like, Ty, professional soccer player and I broke. It's like, wow. just got no money moving up and down. And he got released the next year. And I was like, Oof. that's not me. I was like, I'm, I'm not doing that. And then 
you're ineligible to play in college for a lot of levels anyway, like NCAA, because you've been a pro. So, and nowadays I think it's a bit different with all the stuff that's coming in with them, able to get paid and all that stuff. Yeah. But I was like, I need education behind me. I want education behind me just to fall back on if anything else happens. And then again, and then my goal still was to come over here, play in college and then go into the pros and didn't happen to as, as well as I thought it was, of course. But I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's it's one of them. But, but and then now you feel like you would, this is your home. This yeah, is, yeah, this yeah, is what yeah we... for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, didn't think so when I first came here to Dalton. I was like, get me crazy, out of here, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but, Oh, yeah. so, so how do you how do you get into coaching? Like how do you? How oh, do actually, you... before before uh, we touch that subject, can you give me one second. Oh, um, after these messages, we'll talk about how he got into coaching. Okay. <laughs> the scenery looks exactly the same, except we have these pouches on the table. And why is that, Adon? Uh, this segment right here is brought to you by D Food Collab, located at three hundred one East Morris Street. Um, so thank you to D Food Collab and everybody there. You guys are beautiful people. Amazing food, uh, so, amazing drinks. So uh, it's like a Ziploc bag. You yeah. yeah. So Ty, I gotta, I, gotta, I need your help with this one, okay? Yeah, yeah. So we are gonna play guess the slang. Oh, gonna... oh, there we go. What's on top? Go for it. We're gonna play a... guess the slang. So we're gonna need you. You're gonna quiz us. Yeah, yeah. On English slang or just terminology. Right, go. go for it. Let's and then you have to. What do we think? Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> run that. Run that hey, one more hey, time. Do you know what? No. I... I'm not a big fan of the uh, mm. the stuff inside. The spicy. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, but since, I love spices, but, but it's since the, they are our sponsor, yeah. <laughs> but, you but, actually, but these are fantastic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. Put it right there. Yeah. Explain I, I, it. Explain I, I, it. Hey, when you when you're from Liverpool as well, I keep saying that, but we'll still drink it. Oh. <laughs> I remember yeah. when I was in Liverpool. Yeah, you were never in Liverpool. I wish though. I wish <laughs> that doesn't count, brother. One day, man, I, I think one of my dreams, man, watching a, a UFC fight. Out Explain there. the segment, yeah. man. Anyways, on, segment, the man. segment brought to you by D Food Collab. So you're gonna tell, you're gonna say an English slang or English terminology, okay. and then we uh, have to try to guess. Bazo, Bazo has it up. On oh, that. oh, but Bazo has it up. Excuse me. So Bazo, Bazo has a couple of uh, words that All he right, got go from the English slang. Right. So this is an English one. Yeah. So this is a Liverpool one. Okay. Is it Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, or is it yeah. just English? Okay, we're gonna guess yeah. first what we think it is. Go for it. Um, I think it has to do with spiders. Oh like wait, spider webs. webs. This? Yeah. yeah. Wait, so you know what this means, Ty? Of course. Yeah. Right, man. Go I mean, on, have a few more I'll guesses. Say, I'll say it, it means chump. Webs, I think it means like, oh, uh, it's just it's just like a couple of little like punks hanging out. All right, so Some when, webs. When, I, when I first come in, what did you say to me? Uh, I said, hey. Yeah, well, apart from that. You smell great. <laughs> oh, you smell oh, great? Oh, you said that as well, but what did you say about, you said what, about the shoes? Oh, oh nice, no. nice, nice shoes. shoes. You said nice uh, kicks there. That's what uh, they are. It's webs. Oh, webs. So nice in English, say, hey, where'd you, where'd you get them webs from? Why? Yeah, yeah. don't know. <laughs> Where does that come from? That's, that's you tell crazy. Me. Okay, that's hard. That's hard. Uh, you tell them. What yeah. we got next? Where's it come from? Gobsmacked, wasted, Gobsmacked. wasted, Gobs drunk. Um, um, I think that's what I think. Like drunk. I, I think. Drunk. I think you you got hit. Like you're like, oh brother, you got gobsmacked last night. Gobsmacked. <laughs> yeah. Something something to do with like being high. Have you heard this one? Is this is this yeah, common? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows all of these, man. He's British. Yeah. I'm just yeah, checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you testing him like he's not British? No, we, we did we did a prison tournament, a prison term one. Remember with a, a guest before? Yeah, it's been that a prison. A prison. <laughs> okay, but the term they he didn't know some of the terms. Okay, so I just want to make sure that you you know. I don't yeah, know how uh, English these are. Shocked. You're shocked. I'm oh, gobsmacked. I'm shocked. Or something. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gobsmacked, mate. So, gob is your mouth. So, you're like, uh, you know what I mean? I'm shocked. Uh, gobsmacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like someone smacked you in the mouth. Some, no, not, not, not necessarily. But like, <laughs> like, 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 like you're shocked. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, the face, uh, what you make when you're, uh, when you're yeah, shocked. Give us, give us, read this one for us. 
Oh, we don't, we don't. I mean, we say it, but we don't say it too much. Blime, Bl- blimey, blimey. Uh, we say, we say, God, God, blimey. Okay. It's like, oh, okay, it's like, oh, oh, dang. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's oh, the one. okay. Blimey. Yeah. Oh, blimey. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. Vexed. Oh, I uh, that's, like, that's a that's uh, a proper. Uh, I feel yeah. like you got COVID, and they're like, yo, you got oh. vexed. Or not? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Uh, are you, you vexed? Fam- are you familiar with the uh, Top Boy? Netflix. Oh uh, no, but but, but I've heard it's really good. You'll get a lot of these stuff on there. That, to be honest, that's a lot of a lot of my mates. A lot of the um, the more the, the black guys in England. That's what they say. That's oh, their lingo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're more like vexed, street, like, like street, yeah, like yeah. street slang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is Basically, it? What you, what you guys think it is? Yeah, that's it's basically when yeah, what it angry. says. Trying to make angry. me angry. I'm, yeah, you vexed. Or you, get, you get me vexed. Yeah, uh, something like that. Hard, hard, hard. Yeah, I don't use that too much. I don't use it at all. All right, so now we're gonna guess you on some Spanish ones. Okay. So this is um. Uh, Mexican, you know, whatever, Mexican-American. Yeah, yeah. So, well, can you guess what naco, naco, naco means? I don't know. I've never even heard of you. heard of that one? Yeah. No. Give us a really? guess. No, nah, I haven't heard of that one. Give us a fair. guess. Give us a guess. What do you think? Naco. 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 It's like, yeah. oh, man, that guy, bro, that's who naco. That doesn't he's, help he's, you. I just realized that. He's, that, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an idiot or what? Yeah, yeah, or basically. Tacky. Yeah, um, tacky. Tacky. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fresa. Fresa. That's kind of yeah. say it again. Fresher. That was kind of hot. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh yeah, you're you're a, you're a uh, fresh. Uh, a little it, bit. Niña fresa. So you nice looking? No. What? Balls you said, reveal. He, he said niña fresa, didn't he? Preppy. Preppy. Oh, kind of like, okay. like, like snobby. Oh, okay, okay. Like you dress up a little too much. Metiche. Metiche. Oh. Metiche. What does you know, it sound I, like? I, this is bad because my girlfriend's Hispanic and I don't know how <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. probably called me a few under the... Under the that, that, like, she's definitely called you yeah, Naco she, before, for yeah, sure. Yeah, There's no probably. way. Give us a guess. Give us a guess. Metiche. Metiche. Sounds like machete a little bit, huh? Sounds like machete. These ones, like, these are harder than the English ones. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yeah, no, English, I feel like it's just um, somebody that's nosy. Oh, okay, okay, business. okay. Yeah, okay. always know the people's okay. business. Metiche. What are these Dominicans? Lenali's are Dominicans. All right, Tigere. Tigere. Oh, dude, actually, look this one. Me and Tanya looked this one up the other day. Yo, <laughs> you guys got a guess too. I'm pretty sure it's just it's just like a it's a dude, it's a brother. Nah. I think it's like Tigere, isn't it? Like literally tiger. their thing for tiger. It's a tiger, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's like it's like a slang no term, different. like you're a thug, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good thing you put it up there, brother. What is that? <laughs> oh, oh, logo, tengo una altura. Don't that doesn't help me, Kelvin. <laughs> I don't know. There's some context. That's you a got, sentence. I want a hartura. Una hartura. Give me a Wait, hartura is what he said. Hartura is like you ate too much. Okay. Like, yo, I'm super full. They want a hartura. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that's they're trying to say heart attack, but they right, just right, 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 I'm gonna it. say this one. I'm gonna say this one in context. You ready? Diache loco. Diache. Diache loco. What do you think? Well, it's crazy something, yeah. Something, <laughs> yeah. something like something like, crazy. Oh, yeah. Diache is like damn. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Okay, okay, okay. That's it. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Thank you. Hey, I, told, I told you we have stuff that people don't understand. Thank you, you know Defoe I mean? Collab. That's the connection. You're getting with me vexed. Yeah. You're getting me vexed right now. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I got vexed. I got all three shots, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're vexed. Yeah, I'm vexed. Triple vexed. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, transition from player to coach. How does that happen? Basically, just I've, I've always been a, I was that type of player on the field. I got asked that when I went to the Peachtree MOBA tryout. I think it's because I was very vocal. Um, I've always been like that since about 14 and I actually got told years and years before when I was in school by one of my teachers, he said, you're going to be a teacher when you're older. Um, obviously. And you were like, no football, way. I was like, nah, not a chance. Yeah. And then I said that to him when I went back and I was teaching in the school 
And he said teacher, but I really, really classed coaching with teacher or the style of coaching that I do as well, just because you get onto that kind of terms and because it's private training, it's more or less you can get through to kids more. Do you know what I mean? Mm. As if like you're in a classroom type environment rather than they just come to practice and leave. But I uh, I think I, I really found a, found a love for it once. I, th- I think it was a beginning of Dalton State really. And they used to have camps coming in and stuff to like the, the college and we used to go ahead and coach. And I remember like the assistant coach at the time, one time everything just went tits up. There was too many kids in the camp. And, at at um, Dalton State? Yeah, they yeah. They used to do like camps for the, the like day camps for the uh, the elementary schools okay. that come over for like so an hour the, or so. So the, the college players would yeah, like yeah, have camps basically, with the younger but, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think because I was that type of player in like trying to lead everyone and just trying to like organize and vocalize people. Do you know what I mean? And the, I think we went there one day and he's like, hey, Ty, we need you quick. I come from a class. I was running onto Lakeshore's field. He's like, hey, sort all this out. And within like 10 seconds, I had all the kids sorted. And he's like, hey, you're a good coach here, aren't you? And should get into that. And I really went to school for physical therapy. I went to school mm. pre-physical therapy and then went ahead and did all my studies for it, applied to grad school and all that stuff. And I knew deep down one day that I got involved in a gym as well around here that I used to do a few classes for and all that, that really taught me the ways from working with alongside a few what, what, people. Jim here? It's called Culprit Athletics, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I trained there and obviously I was an athlete there, trained all the time and then coached classes for them there. And I really got into it then and worked alongside some phenomenal coaches and obviously the mindset side of it and just what they did it for and all that. And still really good friends with them today. But I uh, that, that was then really. And obviously because I was <laughs> soccer oriented, I was like, once I'm able to, I want to start my own company one day that... Does, doing does, this. like facilitate yeah. soccer and obviously mm-hmm. performance training and all that stuff and I think just being a fitness kind of fanatic myself I got through all the performance training and went to school for that side of stuff so it was more like the science behind everything and that's why I started tying that in with mine so my kind of whole business plan when I started Shankly training was to put a different side of of soccer training together that nobody else does and it wasn't just coming and scrimmaging with the kids for an hour. It wasn't just <laughs> running through cones with balls. It was it was really doing all the necessary kind of physiolog- physiological stuff with them through their speed, strength, all that stuff. And then also getting the mental side involved with it. And obviously, because I'd went through a lot of stuff as an athlete myself there, I was like, just relate my, my background and my story back to it. And then I went home a couple of years ago in the summer and did a lot of coaching over the summer in Liverpool. And I took that side of me back home as well. And I always had fears, to be honest, when I went back home. If I ever, if life ever led me back home, even though I had all the education behind me now, I always thought, what if I have to go back to packing crackers in the factory again? <laughs> yeah, fear, I, had, I literally had nightmares about it's it. I, fear, was like, I think yeah. it's fear of being broke again. Yeah, yeah. You always have that. Do you know what? And to be, to be honest, that as well, but I, I couldn't care less about the money. Do you know what I mean? I just, mm. it's like what just I'm doing in the moment. Kind of too. Yeah, yeah, the purpose yeah. behind it all. And then I, I went home and coached. And even then they were like, yeah, you're a different style of coach, you know? Like, and there's a lot of people coming from the world now that are, that are doing coaching to that extent and that's why I just picked little points off all of them so and then like, and, and so then when do we Shankly Elite last June basically official last June launched, launched the business yeah and I, I to be honest I, I knew that it was gonna be successful to an extent just because of the work that I put in and of course you've got to know that do you know what I mean you can't yeah. go into something like this might or might not work and in my situation because I, I literally got like a one-year work visa to to prove my company is so essential and what I'm doing is essential mm. that I had to make it work. When mm. it, when it's a case of having to, you make it work. Do you know what I mean? And I uh, I went ahead and started in the summer and I expected it to get traction just because I've had I'd been training on like a couple of fields myself and had a lot of people look over and say, oh, what are you doing that side of training? Can, 
Can we get involved? And I was God, like, anybody that sounds yeah. like that too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The voice I'll, played the pop. He's got no Yeah, I let him coach me. Dude, yeah, they were know? like, yeah, you're from England. You should know what you're doing and yeah, stuff. But, but I, after that, I was, I was like, all right. Well, I said, I kept saying to him, hey, we're launching a company in the summer. Come and join some sessions. Come and have a go. Like, you got to pay for it and all that. And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, it's, it's a business now. Mm. I was like, we've got to pay for it. And obviously that's how I support myself as well, yeah, as well yeah. as everyone else. And it's always kind of weird, like, you know, telling people that. Yeah, I feel like of course. They want to be like, oh, what do you do? But I'm like, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it could be like us, oh, like with this podcast, you know, you come in yeah. or whatever. But, you know, we still, we need to keep the lights on. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. none of this no, is free. No, of course. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The, so, like, it's kind of, yeah. you have to understand, I'm like, and I feel like people that really would support you yeah. don't understand, I'm like, no, like yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. This is my job. Oh yeah, for sure. And and to be honest, over it, it really people took onto that quick, and they were like, "Well, it's not just a guy now, just training people for the for the sake of it. It's a legit company that they need to fund stuff. He buys all this equipment. He, he some somehow he needs to fund that. And I spent a, a small portion on the equipment at first, and a small portion that a lot of business have to spend a lot more to get yeah, their businesses right. going. And yeah, and then and you have to eat. Like you're yeah, not working. Yeah, yeah, of course. And people, I feel like people might not understand that. It's like, bro. I don't have time to do other things. Yeah, I, yeah. So I don't have the time to like, you know, have like pay my bills. Oh yeah. I got to eat. I want to, you know, pay all these other uh, stuff I have to do. Definitely. So. Definitely. So that's why I think that was the, the, the difficult thing at the start was getting a really strict policy and people yeah. to stick to it. And obviously because it was all legit, they had to stick to it by signing waivers, by doing all mm-hmm. this, by following every same terms and conditions, what they had to do. And as I said, as time went by, that summer was huge. Like, we gained so many kids very, very fast. And I think it's because it was the summer, it was a perfect time to start it. Right. Um, so after that, it was like Dalton-based kids at first. And then we had Calhoun kids getting interested. Really? I have kids coming from Cleveland, Chattanooga all the time. And they're kids that have really stuck with as well. They really, the parents believe what we're doing is, is good for the kids. And obviously that's why we do it. But um, then we've run, we've, we've run four camps now already in, in, in the space of nine months and almost every one of them sold out. So, so how long is like, the camp? The camp, well, we started five-hour camps at first and they were like two or three-day camps. But now because the five weather... Five hours a day? F- five hours for two days. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, but me, it was 14 hours a day. Oh, So boy. all the other coaches had come and they did a phenomenal job helping out and doing their part. But that's what I said. After like the first or second camp, I was like, I've got to get someone on board to help me plan these things because... I was like, nobody in the history of doing a camp like this plans it on their own and does everything. And mm-hmm. I was so drained. Mm. And for the last two before the one we ran last week, it was only a three-hour one in the morning. I didn't even do the high school camp because of all the school seasons going on. So you didn't have but, no helpers at all? It was just no, you no, on the I had, field? No, no, I had helpers on the field, okay. but they come and coached and left. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And right. did their job, what they what they were required to do. But all the planning, all the contact and parents, all the t-shirt promoting. orders, all the, all the promoting it, all all the food orders, because I think that's why the kids come, because we provide Chick-fil-A at the end of the camp all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you but know yeah. what? When's the next camp, man? Yeah. I know, yeah. I got a few points left on me account there to get some Chick-fil-A. But. Dude, we actually had an idea, man, that uh, maybe for a future vlog, man, you should uh, give us a, we should go to your camp, man, maybe like, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. run with the kids, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, like, run us through the ringer, you know, would like, like, go us through, give us the whole, just yeah. stand and there and be you and your shankly shirts mm-hmm. and you'll be all right. Just just keep it PG. Well, no, no. I mean, yeah, I, I, no. No, I mean, like, you train us. You train us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Put us through. Uh, it, you know right. what I'm saying? That'd be nice. That'd be funny. To be, be fair, like, that. that'd be great. If you want to do that in the next couple of weeks, let's yeah. get it on. Because I've been so. kind of looking for, like, an easy oh, workout. Like, maybe a couple of months. I, you know, I, could, you know? I did come up to you in the gym the other week expecting you to come and join in my workouts and you just kind of blanked it off. You said you were leaving. You said it like that. When I say I'm leaving, that means half an hour later, I've still got, like, 10 more things to do. He said, he's like, they looked at me, he's like, I'm terrified. There's way too many big people. 
when I'm going home. <laughs> That's what Ty said. I said word for word. No, you, but you enjoy working out? Oh yeah, yeah. That's really? what I said. And people have looked at us in the gym because I, I used to train with a guy called Dean Haynes in the gym. That was like me workout partner. Me and him just go hand in hand. Just bro, and I, and I said you go, you, you go hard in the gym. Yeah, yeah. it's like just different just, types of stuff. Imagine and, you're over there. What? <laughs> I wasn't there. That, that was the well, day I was no. in the Zumba class <laughs> No but I was saying Like I can tell you do more Of the yeah, high intensity yeah, stuff Yeah yeah but You're not doing the basic bro lifts Yeah of course I, I just moved away from that I think Because what I do Is very very kind of Hands on With mm-hmm. me coaching I've got to be And we've be, I've always been a big A big fan of I'm big advocates I'll practice what you preach mm-hmm. And if I can't do it If I can't do The other side I, of it How are you going to look like yeah. you're, you're you know 300 pounds no, I know, And you're going to tell me To oh, run God. harder But you do get it You get that In yeah. sort of training you do, environments you And you're like What are them kids Or what are them parents Paying that person for yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean And it's it's not to say They don't know nothing About soccer Because they probably do But in a private training environment It's completely different yeah. You've got to be able to move And do your thing To do it with the kids But well, yeah, that was the that was the thing. And like you that. said, you're doing it like, you know, you know, there's a three hour whatever three hour camp. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. you have another one coming. Yeah, and so, then you got to do another. So you know. yeah, the, for the past two, the Thanksgiving one and the um, the, the the end of year one, I come back. Actually, come back from England on the 28th, not 29th, rested up, still jet lagged, and ran a camp for 12 hours on the 30th. That's crazy. And I was tired, but I was like, you know what? Let's get through this. It's, it's for the kids at the end of the day, and it, it's 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 great on the business side as well. Do you know what I mean? You got right. to think of that, but. I just I was I was on the field from eight thirty nine till eight thirty nine at night, and I just stayed at the wow. field all day and just ordered food in. Is it always a different field, or do you practice? We, we regularly the same? right now we regularly use the new Heritage Soccer Complex by Park Creek Elementary, and we also use the uh, Dalton High School field. We've been pr- pretty fortunate to be able to use that. To be honest, That's just awesome. with my connection with with right. the school. But good, good. I think one day but, yeah. we saw you at the Riverbend one. Yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. I always used to use that. The only thing about it, it's spit out the way. So it's yeah, it's yeah. it's it's in town, but I'm like, nah, it's too out the way. I'd rather be a little bit more local, round yeah. round the area. Yeah, we did a we did a soccer game there actually yeah. oh, uh, for, last oh, year with with the uh, with the southeast. Yeah, yeah. 20, oh, I, I was I was there. Yeah, I was there. I was yeah. I was giving uh, a few of the the seventeen guys stick for like. <laughs> <I was there. laughs> so how'd you uh, how'd you end up coming up with the name uh, Shankly? It's actually my middle name. Yeah, mm. it's uh, my, my dad was uh, a. You realize big... in America, Shank is like. Sh- yeah, yeah, it is in Liverpool right? as okay, well. Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, it is in But my, uh, my dad was uh, obviously always been a huge Liverpool fan. Because that's like OG Shankly. Yeah, right? yeah. So Shankly was the original coach that got yeah. Liverpool to rich. It really, the club and the, the, the thing that it is today. And um, he was the coach in the 60s and 70s when my dad was a kid and obviously got them to where they needed to be at the top of the game. And just an absolute legend there. And. He decided to call me Tyler Shankly Hudson. So I thought when I was starting the name, name yeah, I was. No, he knew. <laughs> he knew you were playing soccer. What a name. <laughs> he knew. I started the when I was thinking about names and logos. I was going back and forth with Jordan as well about all the logo stuff and wondered that's why it all come up. I'll explain the logo to you in a minute as well of what all of it means. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I come up with the name of course with my middle name as far as that goes. And also I said to someone one day, "What would you think, Hudson Elite Training or Shankly Elite Training?" It was actually the lady who looked after us in the college for the uh, academic advisor stuff. And she was like, there's plenty of Hudson's in America type. There's no, like, no Shankly's. Oh, and I was true. like... And I was very like, well known. Okay, I feel yeah. like from English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, like, first thing I looked up, Shankly, was that. Yeah, was, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just got a photo sent today. My me, me, me mum's friend just tagged me that they're on a, like a weekend away and they've all got the Shankly shirts on. <sighs> and, like nice. taking photos. Beautiful. So that's it was awesome. a nice thing to see. But, but yeah, that's the way I thought of it. And I was like, that's true. And t- to be honest, the amount of people that have asked me, hey, what's Shankly? Mm. And it gets them interested straight away, and it's almost like a selling point to come to sessions. And they're like, "Hey, that's what it is. Like, come on, come on board, and all that stuff." So it was like that. That was I was like, "Yeah, stick with it." And then, uh, as I said, the logo stuff, and 
I put a little bit of a different mountain on it because the um, I couldn't get a picture of the North Georgia mountains, but yeah. it was obviously the US flag, the Great Britain flag, the the mountain for like North Georgia the 90, to resemble. What, what the 97? And then the 97 is actually part of Liverpool Football Club as well. It was a disaster back in 1989 where... This is Great Britain? Yeah, yeah. No, the other side of it. Okay, but I was like, this is definitely United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah, the United States and Britain, but... <laughs> The um, there was a disaster in like a semi final where the uh, ni- originally ninety six Liverpool fans, including kids of like ten years old, got crushed and died in the stadium oh, by the uh, the cops letting too many people in, and obviously wow. it was a semi final, so everyone wants to go in. And there was a big thing about it all over all over Great Britain with the Prime Minister and the government, and hence why a lot of Liverpool people don't support the government a lot because of that reason and because of a lot more reasons that they tried to really really throw the city into into the dirt years mm. before and even today but the 97 with the fans one more died years later from obviously just brain injuries wow. and um, causes from that and the uh, yeah 97 it's 97 fans so it hit home and I thought I'm putting it inside the soccer ball oh, just yeah. for the thing that's so, dope that's dope yeah and that's a lot of people ask about that as well what's 97 is that the year you were born I was like no I'm a 95 but that's <laughs> that's what it is but you ever play in soccer and you just want to pick it up on the ground and just throw it <laughs> like instead of kicking it you're like you know what this, this would be so much easier maybe, if I just pick it maybe, up maybe if I'm maybe yeah. angry, angry at someone I've done, you know? that, I've done that on a few throw-ins in the past just threw it at the back of someone's I know, head I know we because uh, I get frustrated playing soccer yeah. dude I'm like why can't I just I just want to pick the ball up and just yeah, throw yeah. it dude I feel like hand-eye coordination has to be the, like the best in soccer to do yeah. something with your feet is like kind of crazy oh, like, oh, when you I see know. like those little videos where they're doing yeah. tricks and yeah. shit Different athletes, I'm telling you. Like, oh, yeah, I think they are you, different. You get animals. so many different athletes, like football players. And I mentioned my friend before, Dean Haynes. He's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, played college football, played through Northwest High School here. And just one of the best athletes I've seen like, in person, me and him just working together, just knowing his, his knowledge and how he can move around, the power that he has. Put a soccer ball at his feet. He looks like Bambi on ice. It's crazy. <laughs> like it's like it's Bambi it's madness. Ice. And I'm like, wow, so much control over your feet. Dude, and then you, you put a ball and you're like, wow. Just lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. definitely said that to he, your students. He, huh? He'll let me say that as well. He knows, he knows it's the truth. <laughs> but, but it's the same with me with like a football in my hands. I'm like, I can catch a ball, but then to throw it, it's all over the place. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. It's not like such a coach statement. Hey, you look like Bambi on ice yeah, out there, yeah, yeah. bud. Hey, believe me, I, I love my kids to death that I coach, but I've had a few of them over the over the past years that have come um, like here, here, there, and everywhere, like recently and stuff that I've been like, wow, Bam Bambi on ice. But, then, <laughs> that, but that's why they come, do you know what I mean? They come yeah, to get better. Yeah, better, get better. That's no where, just can be better and then just keep getting... Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. where that's what I really specialize in as well, all like the stabilization movements and like of the speed. That's why... It's it's a different side of it, as I said before, and they learn really quick how to do that side of it. You know what I mean? It's good. It's good to see the progression with it as well. Okay, I have the uh, random question just for my yeah, my yeah. own uh, personal <laughs> uh, personal um, you know inquiries. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, I one of my favorite movies um, is Green Street Hooligans okay. with Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, have you yeah, ever seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, plenty of times. How accurate would you say that is to you know like as far as like the football clubs and stuff on like that? on the money. On the money, really? on the money, yeah, it's hundred percent accurate. There's so many hooligans in Liverpool, in, in Liverpool, in England. Yeah, um, Liverpool have the side of it. Not big fanatics for it, but there's like the uh, like in in Green Street is West Ham, yeah, and it. But then they have Millwall, which they're rivals and all that stuff. And then they have obviously Chelsea. Uh, there's an old school one called the Football Factory. You had that many years really? ago. That's like that, but exactly the same. It happens. And my dad was actually in that side of it where because it was years before the hooliganism started. And it was years. That's all he went to the game for. To, they were outside. these fights with everyone. So yeah. a, a little bit of context for people that don't know Green Street. Can you kind of describe, I guess, Green Street hooligans? It's, or just that, it's that. basically the, the side of the football fans that 
just go to the game that want to go to the game to watch it but want to go to cause trouble and fight yeah and it's a lot worse in like your, your eastern european countries and ukraines and all them and like they literally like whatever bro, whatever just to, just to wreak havoc whatever club yeah. like like whatever like whatever soccer you yeah. know club or excuse me football club like they're supporting literally go just to fight the other people so it's like gangs it's so, almost so it's, yeah. it's like the fbf going to a bar no, yeah, but it's just like it's like it's like like almost gangs, like like, like yeah. as far as like a basically. Yeah, but would they fight is. the people on the other team, or they yeah. just yeah, like yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Fight, okay. basically meet up in an alleyway and start fighting before and after the game, and gets pretty gruesome to be honest, as you've seen on Green Street. Mm. What do you what do you think? Like fighting is such a big part of like England, or what? They just just like the UK in general. <sighs> Tired. We're all lunatics, aren't we? Because yeah. <laughs> literally, we have a team here in America called the Fighting Irish, bro. What's like, that? The Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, why? Why do you think like that part of the the world is so synonymous like with <laughs> fighting, bro? It's uh, to be honest, it, it probably goes back and I'll have my dad correct me if I'm wrong with this. I always I mentioned my dad. He's like obviously the guy who. Uh, Got most of my wisdom from, if you like. The man, the man. Right, my, right. my mom is the sweetheart. Yeah, and, Paul. Yeah, my mom's the sweetheart of the family that that supported me no matter what. And my dad always supports me, but he'd tell me when I did right and wrong. And even if I did right, he'd say I did wrong. He's like, you need to be better at that. Do you know what I mean? And my mom, when I, when I really did wrong, my mom would tell me, and I, and I was like, oh, shit, I did wrong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, but yeah, it's it's part of the, um, it was like a religion thing at first in Ireland. And it's, it's uh, Catholics and Protestants. And that all started years and years before, and it was it was to, I don't even know what was to do with, but I know to this day it's still not as bad as it was, but it still happens. And I remember being in in like a social club type of bar with my parents when I was a kid in Ireland in Belfast, and um, or the bar owner said, "Everyone get inside, get inside." And at the time, I didn't know what was going on. And years later, my parents told me, "Oh, it was supposed to be a drive by outside, and he's wow. going to get everyone inside." But that was all that, and it was just fight, 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 and. Just crazy, yeah, yeah. It's it's a hard it's a hard life growing up, and you you have to know. As I said before, you know how to play soccer, you know how to do something good, or you you have to you have to know how to fight, and you have to be smart. As I said, it's like you, you're smart or you know how to fight. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's the, there's no in between sometimes, and it's crazy. And as I said, that's why we mix in with like the Hispanic culture a lot because it is it is similar cultures as far culture, as I know. Yeah. People, so yeah. as I said, it's 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 that side of it, and. Um, yeah, my area where I grew up, that's what a lot of people, I was at, was at like a, one of my younger boys who were training in the summer when we first started up, he invited me to his birthday party and a few more parents were there and they were just talking to me, like general talk and they asked me like obviously where I was from and stuff and explained what, what happened and when I grew up and what it was like to grow up and it wasn't, I didn't have a hard upbringing, you know what I mean, I had, my parents were really hard working people that made sure I had what I needed but right. the area where I live and it's, it's like a rougher area, do you know what I mean and you get by, you, it's just life. You don't know any different, but it, from an outsider, it'd be like, you're like oh, you wow. kind of look back. You're like, yeah, wow, that yeah. was actually. Yeah, yeah. A, f- a few years ago, I um, it was at Christmas, and there was me, my two friends. I was like, I was one of them kids growing up. As as uh, as we said before, it was like just being obviously. My dad's obviously a mixed race, but I always took in everybody. Do you know what I mean? It was like yeah. no matter what race and religion you are, it's you're good with me. Right. And um, a lot of like the I wouldn't say I was going to say African American and African English side of it and. Obviously, um, everything else, it's, it's a very multicultural city in, in, in Liverpool. And I remember being walking the streets with one of the guys who actually lives in Atlanta, my friend who I played soccer with back home, who used to go to Georgia State and is doing really well for himself now in Atlanta. His name's Junior. Um, he's made a friend in Atlanta as well, black guy. And there was another one of our guys back home who played uh, played soccer with us, another black guy. We walked down my, my the road where I'm from and it was like a main road, a few bars, restaurants, all uh, shops, all that stores. And... It's not like a highly, um, it's it's multicultural, but you don't get a lot of black guys living in that area. It's mm. more like the south end of the city. So I was like, all right, well, 
We're walking down the street. I'm the only technically white guy with them. And there's this guy who must be in about five foot six, hood up, dressed in black. Just we call Tall. them we call them scallies, thugs. What they are, scallies uh-huh. are thugs. And in America, that's what this guy said afterwards. We walked past them. He didn't look at me. He looked at every black guy that was six foot two plus, <laughs> up and down. Like who are you? Yeah. And he was on his own. And then we walked past, and the guy who was from Atlanta who come over to England for that Christmas period said, "Ty." Never been so scared of a white guy in my life. He was like, <laughs> in America, if I walk past someone, I'm not an intimidating guy. I'm a good guy. But people get intimidated just yeah. because they call me skin. And it's sad to say that, you know what I mean? But it's crazy, the yeah. reality of it, he was like, that guy didn't give a shit. And I was yeah. like, hey, you're in Liverpool on a rough street, mate. He doesn't care. Yeah. You know? And I was like, that's where you know. It's like, wow. But he was like, yeah, it's like, that's what it's like around here. But as I said, you learn. It's just what you, what you, where you're from. And you don't know any difference. You grow up there and... I go home and see different sides of it now and it's it's getting bad. It's getting bad around there, even worse than it was when I was growing up wow. and my parents were growing up and it's just it's too many idiots around and yeah. it's everywhere in the world, but it's it's a it's a tough subject to touch on. And So, okay, then um, I guess we'll get to a little more romantic topic. You and now a... I uh, love you. No, no, no. Thank you, though. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, uh, I've been waiting three seasons to say that. Uh, three seasons? Girlfriend? <laughs> and I know yeah. she is Hispanic, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So how was how did that come into fruition? Because you say you've yeah, been with my, her for uh, uh, yeah, two a years, of years now. Yeah, I've known her for two and a half years. But my um, it was one of actually one of one of our old roommates at college. He was just like friends or dating a girl at the time that was her friend. And obviously she's from Atlanta, but the girl who, who was who was here was from Dalton. And she basically introduced us one day, and we we kind of just hit it off and um, got talking over the next few months. And then before you knew it, it was a thing. And as I said, she's got a little boy as well. Um, he's he's like a, a star. You know what I mean? I I obviously. Think of him as almost my own now. It's it's one of them Aww. things. But but, uh, but yeah, he's 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 great. He's he's an upcase. He's wild, but he's he's great. Just uh, it's, it's a, like the how, thing. How was the the culture barrier as far as like um, me and her parents? Have they met? Have she yeah, met yeah, yours? yeah, yeah. She met mine. I've met hers. Um, and I know the Hispanic culture is a little bit different. You take a little bit longer to she, meet the she females. Me- Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And uh, in England, we don't really care. And it's not like you'd introduce them straight away, but y- you know you know when it's time. It's not as serious. Yeah, yeah. It's not so, as like, this is a big well, deal. Yeah, when you know it's a little bit more serious, that's when you start introducing them. But uh, unless like it is just a fling that you're like, hey, mum, this is such and so, see you later. And they're gone the next day. Do you know what I mean? But right. uh, but when you know it's a little bit more serious, like, all right, mum, this is my girlfriend now and all that stuff. And uh, But yeah, it's it, as I said, the, the personality is mixed. And then the, uh, obviously when I introduced them to parents and I met her parents, I think it, she was a bit more kind of nervous for me to meet her, meet her parents because I was from England. I was I wasn't Hispanic, and um, I think because I've dealt with so many Hispanic parents through coaching, mm-hmm. I'm very comfortable with it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Through the language barrier, it's fine. All right, I'll sit there, and even though I don't know what they're saying, it's fine. And then a lot of them smile, do speak smile, English. Smile, smile yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> a grandmother loves me. A grandmother loves me because I try I try and speak Spanish the best to them mm. as I can. But then I just like I I. I I'll be just a normal person there. I won't be like just reserved, like sitting there and I'll float around talking to everybody. And I think it is just the, the personality where I have that's, that's helped me along that way as well. Um, in the culture, shit differences and changes through it. So, and I think they, they then a, a little bit more seeing the way I was with the little guy as well that they were like, oh, he's all right, he's legit. That's beautiful, brother. Yeah, What's so, your favorite uh, Mexican food, dude? Um, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't mind a good, uh, good torta, you know. Good torta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carne right? Yeah, yeah, Fire. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, One of them. You know? All right, uh, brother. Where are we at, Bazo? You said you had some stories so, for us. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, hear, yeah. hear a story before and we And I got a couple here. other um, okay. questions, too. But I mean, but I would love to hear one of your, one of your stories I've got to get the subject first. That, oh, so well, I, my head, yeah. I, I just wanted to, to, know about? to ask you about 
by this time it will air, I think it will roughly, maybe it will be the rematch of Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen there? And what do you think of the, the that the second fight, fight that he had? Yeah, it was, I think, uh, obviously, Usman was was killing him, weren't he? And Leon just come out of nowhere with the head kick there. But who knows? It just, it's way the way they prepare for it at the end of the day now, isn't it? They know each other. Because I feel like I see... Um, Ten, I feel like it shouldn't go now. Usman just should be more wary of. Oh it, yeah, of course like. he'll be blocking them head kicks all the time. Yeah, but yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. And what about uh, John Jones coming back? Um, next you know week? what? I, I'm not, I'm not. I wouldn't even watch it. I'm not a big follow. Not John Jones fan. Yeah, I'm not that I'm a fan. Yeah, not that I'm not a fan. I just, I'm not interested in it. Like, and so yeah. who, who is someone you are? Just as far as oh, actually, you know, give me your five MMA goats. Now let the people know. But I know yeah, Bisping's one of them. Yeah, I, I've got a new one coming there just to respect what he aimed for him the other week. But it's obviously Bisping being English. Right. I think uh, obviously Till being from the area where I'm from and all that stuff, It's he starts it for that area. Right, right, right. Um, I can't ju- a- I'm not just going to say them because they're from Liverpool as well because Paddy's decent, but I wouldn't put him in the go-go thing. Do you know what I mean? He's not that not that type yet. Um, obviously, you've got... I mean, McGregor just started the thing, didn't he? You know what I mean? Yes. You can't go any better than, you're, you're than what he's like. Casual, <laughs> yeah, Ty. Yeah. You no, are but, casual. But then, yeah, but bring the, me a proper but, 12. But, uh, no, but, yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to get some in a minute. <laughs> but the, uh, the Volk. Volkan Oxford. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I get respect. That's one He's I respect got a lot of on your respect list. For it there and, and one of four. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Oh, obviously, Khabib. Yeah. Oh, okay. Khabib. Yeah, yeah. I think McGregor's just a go because what he did for it and just. Yeah, and I feel like. You got, I mean, you know, people love to hate on uh, McGregor nowadays, yeah, but people yeah. forget what he did. Yeah. Like with the way he was coming up and the way he was doing it and what he has opened for other people. Yeah. Respect. But, you know, greatest of all time, as far as like, you know, just fighting, I wouldn't give him that. Probably but. best UFC uh, businessman of all time, dude. No, oh, for yeah, sure. For he sure. was, bro, he was Forbes list, like number two or one. Yeah. Right? Whatever, like a couple years ago. Yeah. It's mad. That is mad. No, that's it. Yeah. But, but yeah, as far as the uh, far as the stories go, what do you want to know? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Give me some, something. One of the most English stories you have. One of the most, you would not hear a story like that in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's risky, that one, to be fair. Yeah. I, um, I, or young, something young, maybe a high school story or like. I'm trying to think now. It's or like when you, you first, when you first came over here, like anything crazy happened. Do you know like, what? I'll give you the story that, that'll obviously be a little bit more. I mean, Jordan, no, but he wasn't even in the country at the time. But <laughs> our, uh, he went home for the summer. And our first first summer here, basically, we we come to Dalton State. We we had, obviously, the, we had the soccer players here. It was the first team at Dalton State to play. So I think the basketball team with the, with the number one guys winning the national championship the year before. As soon as the soccer team come in, they got wiped out. Like everybody wanted to know who you were. And not that it was like the biggest thing in the world, but it was it was Dalton, the new soccer. And it was like, yeah, these are the soccer team now. So just a lot of international students, to be honest, through all the teams, like tennis and all that. And we formed a good like friendship with all of them. And I don't think Dalton State being a smaller school, we threw some parties in our apartment. We had two DJs in an apartment. Don't know how we, how we did that, but yeah, we in a we, flat. I, yeah, in an apartment in the Legacy apartment. We, yeah, uh, we had flats. that. Yeah, That's yeah, my bad, yeah. Brother. The flats, the English terms, <laughs> but we did that, and then we <laughs> we just threw parties week after week, and all we did was just kept going like, ah, we're gonna have another one tonight. Send a Snapchat story out straight away, and before we knew it, there was like eighty people at the apartment. And we're like, where have all these people just come from? We were in Kroger getting beers. That's the thing with with an English thing. I know we, in the American terms, like bring your own beer. We didn't understand that, did we? It was like, uh, yeah, it was like we provide the beer. Even we had no money whatsoever. We just put like oh. thirty, so forty you're dollars together. It, you're bringing, oh, yeah, okay. we provided this, so everyone just used to come. It was like, yeah, this is this is awesome. Let's go. We get it. And uh, yeah, we had a few on the bounce, and then the the last one that we had, 
it was the only one that got shut down and it was because we had two DJs playing the DJ brought us speakers and everything and then we were like alright let's get it like we're uh, let's let's see how this one goes. And the floor was rattling in the apartments. There how was... big? Okay, so how big was this apartment that you could you could have two DJs? <sighs> to in the be same fair, I don't even know. Probably one of the rooms was the size of this. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. But we had one on one side, huge. and then another one was the other side. Was one like playing yeah. like hip hop? Yeah, one it was exactly EDM another EDM. Yeah, and the other <laughs> one was hip hop. <laughs> we had another one in the bedroom that was playing reggaeton. Yeah, but, that's insane. But, but that was, no, this is me with an Alexa. Yeah, that was so, it. The one time we're all sitting here, and it was no knocking, nothing at the door. And we just seen who's that guy there in, in between the whole crowd? It was just a cop just standing there, just, just waiting. <laughs> wow! She's like, everyone get out! And it was like a concert coming down the stairs in the apartments. So like we were all like underage as well, twenty mm. years old. He was twenty one. I was like, all right, well, it's my apartment, but if if, if they say to us, "You've been drinking," let's leave as well. So we're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we all left our own place, and then a few months down the line, we're just obviously the summer's going by and all that, and we're ready for the college season to come back up again and start our sophomore year or whatever. And got a call one day. I was actually out of town. And uh, I seen it on Snapchat before anything. It just shows how, how dumb some people are, not to even tell you. Our apartment was on fire. What? So, what? Yeah, we, uh, we, I was like, what's going on there? And then I had a bunch of texts from a load of people in Dalton. I hope you're okay. I was like, what do you mean? And I, <laughs> Fine, I, I called one of the guys. Yeah. Like, what's going on? He's like, he was like crying. He's like, Ty, it's all gone, bro. He's the only like American oh, guy. Oh, it's like a real all. fire. Yeah, yeah. The I think, man, like, yo, the apartment was on fire. Like, yeah, shit was the, the apartment all, was can you, smoking up. Can yeah. you do that American accent again? Which one? When it's just it kind of hear oh, your American accent. It's all gone, bro. It's all gone. But he was like, it's all gone. I was like, what do you mean? It's all gone. He was like, the apartment, it's on fire right now. So, like, the, obviously, we get there and all our apartments is just black. Everything is ruined. Damn. Is it the apartments next to Donstein? Yeah, the, well, the, you know, that's the Clark Canyon. It's the legacy around the corner. But oh, if yours is on fire, like the others so must have been on fire ours, too. The top one on, on, along with that was connected. The other ones just had water damage because they sprayed the whole roof and it went through the through the oh. ceiling. And wow. Yeah, we, uh, I went the back and just we were trying to get bits out. It just wasn't happening. Luckily enough for me, like passports and all that stuff was in like a, a metal, like a steel drawer oh. that it was fine. But I was like, what the hell just happened there? We were, we were homeless. <laughs> and yeah, we we went for about a week and a half, two weeks with nowhere to live. We were just sleeping on people's couches from our teammates and stuff, and didn't know what to do. The apartment didn't give us nothing back whatsoever. Nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. Apparently the uh, they the, had guy, no the, the, the guy the guy who sorted our place supposed to be supposed to be our coach said mm. um, said that uh, that we didn't have well, he didn't get renters insurance when he put the name down for it. Huh. Wow. So it shouldn't make no difference because it wasn't our fault. But how did so, the, how did the fire even start? Some electrical wires in the in the wow. uh, in the in the ceiling that went off or something and. That was it. We were like, "What the heck?" So we had nothing, and basically just had to start again. And to be honest, if I knew that, if I knew the people that I knew now around here, we wouldn't end up owning the place just by suing the yeah. place just because yeah. these scooters yeah, yeah. over that Absolutely. much. Because you know me now. Yeah, yeah. He's As a said, lawyer. He's actually no, a lawyer. I know. That's what yeah. I mean, and, and that's why I'm trying to get <laughs> it out on this podcast so we can go back <laughs> yeah. and get it. You know, we get some money with it. But, but yeah, that that was one of the stories I, I being know, here. I know you said top UFC goats, but you know this is obviously a soccer based podcast, yeah. so. Top five soccer goats, and then well, I guess we get out of here, right? Yes, Boom. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So number one, obviously, guy growing up with me, Stephen Gerrard, played for Liverpool. Okay. No. Um, okay. Yeah, Stephen Gerrard's obviously the number one for me, all time player. Just really? idol, idol growing up, watching him playing for Liverpool, just unbelievable. Um, I'd, I'd go as far back when I was younger to, uh, do you know what? It's hard saying these because there's so many players that I've watched growing up. Um, to be honest, even though I wasn't a supporter of them, I really liked Thierry Henry growing up. 
just okay. thought he would, I think he's still one of the best 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 strikers the Premier League's ever had just by the way he was um, I've got to say let's see I'll go do you know what what is it I'm not going to say you're Messi's and Ronaldo's they're not, they're not the ghosts <laughs> to me we'll just, you know what we'll I mean just, we'll just cut yeah. this off there. yeah no no we yeah, can just go ahead and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we can Fernan- leave Fernan- Fernando Torres was one for me when he was at Liverpool um, Luis Suarez my year and stuff and then we had um, growing up it was, a, it was a go for Liverpool years before was uh, Robbie Fowler can, okay Robbie Fowler yeah, Fowler. yeah. Robbie that. Fowler was the god on yeah, the, yeah. the cop in Anfield no, yeah. so they're the ones for me and then you, you, of course you say nowadays even though Liverpool aren't doing the best like your Virgil van Dijk's just an absolute monster that never well, seen well, a centre-back play like him before in my life so you're yeah. the most biased yeah of course that's that, 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 <laughs> why Liverpool okay, fans so, are I'm not saying anything so, else because <laughs> I could say like you're not going to put Messi in, the, in that I world. mean they're the best players that the world has ever seen but to me personally just idolising people I mean, you said that's, that's, respect. Respect. Yeah. that's respect yeah that's, that's mine like, you know what I mean that is true because I feel like yeah. a lot of top five I think I take everything in consideration but it's like my personal top yeah, five yeah yeah it's just the way know? the way Stevie G you could just pick a team up and just lead and just do what he did whenever he wanted yeah mad Man. Robbie Fowler and Mad lad. yeah, I used to be on the, on like the the stands with my dad when I was younger. With all there was like a player called Steve McManaman, player called Jamie Redknapp. This is when I was a baby and couldn't even say the names, but I was chanting, I was pumping <laughs> my hands. And yo, what they also love is like English, like y'all do chants. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, yeah. it's one of the. So uh, I was in the Marine Corps and I trained with the the Royal Marines. Okay, with the British Marines. Yeah, uh, Royal Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they just had chants. Yeah. Like they just busted out. Hey, We'd be drinking, just literally busted out in the chants. It's not even like a, a, a like Liverpool. Liverpool have really good songs for the club. Fantastic, probably the best. In the, not biased again, but best songs in the world. It's biased. The way it's biased. Look him up as a guy called Jamie Webster who sings all the songs. Who's got his own like line now with his album and all that. He's killing it uh, just for his own music as well. But it's just a British thing to know how to sing when, especially when you're drinking. It's a, it's you just, come with songs out of nowhere. It's so, literally, yeah, yeah. Like they're like, God, it's, it's, it's one of the coolest things, yeah, I think. Yeah. You just hear a whole bar erupt oh, in, like, yeah. in, in like unison like that. Yeah, definitely. But. So, uh, brother, um, thank you. I mean, we could, I, we could go for another three hours. Oh, yeah, fair, you definitely, know? yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, man, Shankly Elite Training, is there anything you want to promote, you want to talk about, or you want to mention uh, here at this podcast just to close it out? Uh, to any of your kids or parents or anybody that is watching right no, now? No, just really, probably thank you to everyone who's helped me get to where I am today, to be honest, and and uh, to help me in the last probably nine months since I started the uh, the, the the program and to, to lead it to where it is today where we just have kids coming from every avenue and are benefiting from what we do and the parents who are, I always tell my kids one of the main things to do when they go home is thank the parents for letting them come and paying for their sessions and it's a privilege at the end of the day, not just because, not saying because it's training with me, but it's a privilege to pay someone to pay someone to train right. their kids. You know what I mean? And that's where I didn't come from a background where that happened. So I went out and kicked the ball against the street, against the wall in the street. But for parents to fork out of their expenses and just make sure their kids have got the sessions week in, week out. And obviously they know what they're getting out of it. So they they, they consider it's worth it. And just really just to, just to mention, shout out to them for, for like always coming and always showing up and supporting me through it. And all, do you know what I mean? Because as obviously the only owner and I've got my coaches with me now that are doing a great job and they've come on board and different coaches that have come the past few months are doing a great job as well. But it's like without them as well and without the parents and the kids coming, it wouldn't even be a thing. Do you know what I mean? I could start it and have nobody, but just how quick it's took off just because they've they've trusted it and invested in it. It's It's phenomenal. So... Well, yeah, shout out to them and obviously you guys for letting me be on yeah, here as well. No. And again, thank yeah. you, brother. Thank and, you. Um, this has been a pleasure. 
Um, I just want everybody to go out there, shake hands with somebody you don't know and tell yeah, them, yeah. I'm glad you're here today. Oh, hey, big one. Big one. I love that as well. I told them to do that the other week. Just go ahead. I, I actually did a mindset coaching class in the high school, uh, which I'm trying to get going with all the schools um, very, very soon, hopefully. And I said to him, there's so many kids these days that don't have the, the social skills. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. It's obviously the social media, being on the phone. I feel like back part. in the day as a kid, you're like, hey. Everybody said yeah, hello to everybody. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But now and you're just. If, we, if we've got time, just, just a quick one. I seen it when I was back home. And it wasn't even, in, it was in the schools, but also on the street. I, it hit home really. And I told the kids then, and a few of them almost started crying with it, which it shows that it hit them big time. I, walk, I was on the street with me, I'm walking the dog. And I walked past like a, a three three different ladies and few of them, two of them were like older or maybe, I don't know, I say older, I said older than me, probably in the 30s. And one of them would looked about my age and I walked past and just as you do, just walking the dog, smile at someone, say hello, how's your day going? And the only one that smiled and looked happy was the only girl sitting in a wheelchair. Wow. wow. They were pushing wow. it and I was like, wow. That is crazy. Yeah. What has happened to people these days? Yeah. And I told the kids that I said, listen, go out and say hello to your teachers. Give your teachers a high five, a handshake. Ask them how they're doing because even though you're kids and they're adults, that may make their day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just go through there. That so is beautiful. Thank so, you, Tyler. Beautiful message. Thank you. Yes, sir. See you guys next week. As always, it's been Stanley on the Voice. Go.